Uh, there'll be a link in the show notes. I should. I, I don't like it when people say there will be a link because it's when you listen to it it's in the past. A link. There yep. is. A, thank you. I see, Brendan. Two halves of the same mind. Bitrate, the podcast show for the rest of us. Brendan Hutchins from uh, Podcast Advocate Network. Hey, Mark Stedman from Podium.co, podcast hosting service. Uh, how's your uh, how's how's your Wednesday as as the time of recording? The sun came up and I am home safe, so all is good for me. How about you? <laughs> um, yeah, pretty pretty much the same. <laughs> uh, I, I got home safe after walking, um, so yeah, it's good. It's not morning for me, but it's fine. Um, Yes. Uh, so uh, I listened to We Have Concerns. Awesome. And hopefully you don't have too many concerns about I it. don't have too many concerns. I have thoughts. Awesome. Uh, I really liked it. Um, it's, it's, oh, sweet. Yeah, it has become uh, a new... Something else to, to take up my uh, time in my, uh, my podcast player. Um, awesome. So, uh, yeah, very, very enjoyable uh, podcast. Um, and lots of very interesting topics, very amenable and uh, not amenable, but uh, amicable. No, you know the mm-hmm. word. Anyway, they're likable. They're likable people. Yes, um, likable. Yeah. Did you just go in like with the the latest episodes or did you use their like new listener guide to go back and see like all the best ofs? And no, that kind of thing? I should have done that. I just dove in um, and then I was like, yep, yeah, I'm in and I get it. And uh, this is this is cool. Um, I, I'll I'm, I'm still at that stage, which I think anyone who listens to a two or three hander podcast uh, gets this, where they don't quite know which one's which yet. Mm-hmm. Recognize the voices, you differentiate the voices, but can't yet put because they haven't introduced themselves enough or referred to the other person for me to go, oh, that's the one with that voice. Uh, I had it with Dubai Friday for a little bit, and I still have it with Reply All. I still hmm. couldn't tell you which one is PJ and which one is Alex. Mm, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Usually I can tell by their laugh, but it's hard. What else you've got for me? I got a new one. Okay, so this one covers the blockchain. Uh, so and I know that you're going to be into it. Um. Have you heard of ZigZag? No. Cool. Awesome. Uh, so ZigZag is in partnership with Radiotopia. It's hosted by Manoush Zemerodi, who uh, is previously from Note to Self by WNYC. Uh, her and her partner, I think it's Jen, um, used to uh, create that podcast. And they left. Uh, WNYC is a um, public radio station from New York. They uh, Note to Self was kind of a tech lifestyle podcast like they would talk about how tech affects your life and um they did actually a lot of uh surveys and 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 um studies on their audience it was really audience participation i got a lot of feedback she wrote a couple of books about it it was it's a really cool uh i didn't follow it too closely but um when when i did it was it was a really great podcast but they started a new venture where they're starting a new podcast company really and it's a lot like gimlet this this first this is the first podcast from this new company called um, stable genius stable genius that's the one um i love this so much already yeah i know so they they started uh, the first podcast uh called zigzag which is just like startup by gimlet but it's about their um it's how they are creating their podcast company using blockchain 
And so as blockchain is always really hard for me to describe, mm-hmm. it's a little bit hard for me to, to relate, but the first two episodes are out now. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's, you know, it's a little bit early to, to, to recommend it, but I, I enjoyed it so much and I thought that you would as well. So I think that uh, you should give it a try. I wanted to say um, I'd heard about this a little bit here and there and I just hadn't jumped into it. But after a recommendation by Will Williams on Twitter, uh, Will under Will W underscore writes on Twitter, um, I, I had to jump in because she was raving about it. And if anybody ever wants a good uh, recommendation with a lot of enthusiasm, I would accept. I would suggest following her on Twitter. So uh, we've talked a lot of um, nonsense about uh, Google and uh, trying to understand what's been going on. And it turns out they've now actually got an app and it's actually happening. Yeah, last week we thought it was out, mm-hmm. but we weren't really sure because we can't really check. No, <laughs> last week it was a placeholder um, and uh, this week it's uh, it's happening. Uh, I'm committing myself today that I'm going to go and get a, an and- a proper decent Android uh, device. Oh, yeah, I guess you probably have to test it. And stuff. Yeah. There is a link in the show notes to um, the Google Play. Uh, well, it's not Google Play anymore, but the Google Podcasts submission page thing. You still have to have your podcast indexed by Google. Um, uh-huh. Which now I assume being Google, that just means probably that it's a podcast on the internet and you've linked your RSS feed somewhere because. I've right. tried my shows and they're in there because all, you know, the podcast hosting company that I run, um, all of the feeds are compatible, so that's fine. So um, nice. all of them should work. And then, uh, yeah, so um, it's it's exciting uh, because as I heard on the Pod News podcast this morning, we are talking about four times the um, audience of uh, of iPhone listeners. So that's big. Wow, four times. That is big. Uh, so that's really, really, really exciting. Um, I'm going to... Um, uh, the, the device hopefully should land by the time we record next. And so what I'm going to try and do as a little bit of homework is uh, I'm going to scoot around the app and try and figure it all out and uh, and report back, uh, let you know how easy it is. I've, I've heard that it's not the best of experiences yet, but certainly... Um, Better than better than nothing. So uh, exciting times. Very cool. So last Friday, um, I got clued in to a, a, an article um, written by Chloe Dykstra, and mm-hmm. uh, this was a, a medium piece, and I started reading it, and um, it was uh, some 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 very disappointing. Um, yeah. potentially very, very upsetting news. Um, I want to avoid the uh, huge if true um, meme. Um, right. And I think we we have to, I think we should probably do the duty of not v- giving our opinion on whether it's true or not, because I don't think that serves anything. Um, and uh, Hardwick, of course, for, you know, if, if, you're, if you're unaware, uh, was the CEO uh, of Nerdist. He started the Nerdist podcasting back in, what, 2011? Something like that? That sounds about right. Yeah. Um, and, you know, has, has been responsible for one of my favourite podcasts, brought him over to brought them over to, to his network and, uh, you know, a lot of stuff. And he cultivated a, a personality of, of sort of gregariousness and um, and that's at odds with, with the article. So, again, you know, we're not going to speculate here, but it's... Um, yeah, it's it's there and it's 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 awful. Uh, Nerdist, the company, have now removed any mention of Chris Hardwick from their details. So, I guess we'll wait to hear more from um, him. There's been a brief statement, basically a denial, but uh, we we may wait to to hear more. All right, um, 
on other news, I believe you have some breaking news, some news of a breaking nature. Yeah, uh, yeah, it's it's breaking people's minds as well. Uh, uh, on Twitter, I've noticed a little bit of controversy regarding Anchor, the mm-hmm. free um, venture-backed podcast uh, hosting service and listener th- th- situation. The listener situation. So, <laughs> so uh, Anchor allows you, you know, to to upload your podcast for free, but um, you also have to accept their terms of service, which you know, and nobody reads until somebody does. And there was a lawyer on Twitter that um, that has read them and has highlighted a bunch of areas that are not so uh, not so f- user friendly. Um, one of them, much like I think Instagram early on had this controversy. Uh, Anchor owns all of your um, content after you put it up. It's not your podcast anymore; it's theirs. And then, uh, and then worse, I think, is uh, an indemnification clause where they say that um, if for any reason because of the content a podcaster uploads, uh, the podcaster now has to defend Anchor, you know, pay for lawyer fees and, and all of that to, uh, to make sure that they don't receive any harm from your content. I, I think the two things in conjunction are the problem. I think yeah. the first one you can possibly wave away by saying well there may be things to do with their technology that mean they they have the they need to have the right to rebroadcast it in order to do certain things and podian has had, had to have that conversation but when combined with the the double two fingers up um or, or middle finger up of mm-hmm. okay well we're taking your content but then you have to defend the content that we've taken from you uh, is outrageous, yeah, um, and that is um, that's appalling. Now, I've I've already heard very sketchy things, and I won't say from whom, um, but I have already heard very disappointing things about Anchor's approach to podcasting. Mm-hmm. Um, in that you do not own your RSS feed in any shape. Yes, uh, yeah, I forgot about that too. That that's yeah, that's ridiculous. So if you if you want to list your podcast on Apple Podcasts, uh, you have to go through anchor to do so mm. they will not give you your rss feed url they will do the submission for you mm. um and i mean that's nice and convenient and all but if you're trying to be uh, a professional and actually make sure you you have ownership over everything not just in terms of rights but in terms of being able to move that away somewhere else mm-hmm. autonomy yeah yeah oh, exactly thank you um then then that's a that's a big deal um and so yeah very, very disappointing. There, there are some, there are some things to like about this service. Um, sure. And so I guess, you know, we, we will wait to hear more. And and there's nothing from Anki yet. No, they they've not made any uh, any statements um, at the moment. Hello, Future Mark here. Uh, as I mentioned at the top of the show, we recorded this on Wednesday, and since then, uh, there has been a little bit of development in this story. So in the interests of fairness, uh, here is a response on Twitter from CEO and co-founder of Anchor, Michael Mignano. I recognise your concerns about some of the language in the TOS, so I've been working with our team the last few days to make changes and clarifications to them that I hope will address these issues. We just updated the terms. First and foremost, when using Anchor, creators have and always will own their content. We've made this really explicit so there isn't any confusion. 
When you use Anchor, you are granting us a license to distribute your content to our platform as well as others around the world. We've clarified the license language to indicate when and how a creator can terminate the license they've given us. Lastly, Anchor has always aimed to innovate on the medium of audio and make the format more interactive with features like voice messages or co-hosts that let creators collaborate in real time. To enable these features, the license extends some aspects of its scope to other users so that these users are protected when they choose to collaborate. I hope that helps clear things up. Again, we have no intention to misuse creators' content or do things with content that a creator isn't expecting. Given that Anchor is a creator-first platform, you have my word that we'd never do that. So as of yet, Justin McLaughlin hasn't yet replied. He was the man who raised the initial concerns. Uh, But this latest missive was from the 21st of June 2018. So if there's more on the story, we will talk about it next week. And now, back to the past. Okay, so I have a two-part question for you, I guess. One, do you ever re-listen to podcasts? Like, that you you, you listen to a, a podcast, you enjoy it, so you come back to it. And if so, like, how do you do it? Like, do you start and come back to it or do you just remember it and like, oh, I want to listen to that again? And two, so <laughs> a two-part first question. <laughs> and uh, my second question, do you ever re-listen to your own podcast that you have put out? And do you ever go back to your own bad catalog? Uh, to the first, then. Mm-hmm. Um, every so often, yes. Uh, and, and most recently, I've been dipping back into Mission to Zix. Um, nice. To partly sort of reacquaint myself with the world, but also to just do it because it's really enjoyable right. and I really like it. Um, yeah. Last year I did it a lot with, I went through the entire Sparks Nevada arc of um, Thrilling Adventure. So I started listening to everything and then I just thought, actually, you know what? I kind of just want to go through all of the uh, all the Sparks because the, the wonderful thing about that is it's a progressive story. Um and uh, and so, uh, you know, th- th- there was... Such a great series. Yeah, absolutely superb. And there were sort of eight years of content that I, I got to catch up on back in 2014 when I started listening. Um, and so it was it was wondrous. Uh, so, yes, um, and there used to be... There was a, a British show that only existed for six episodes okay. that I, I re-listened to a couple of times. It was by um, some early internet people called Fat Pie, and uh, they had a podcast called uh, Waller, Waller FM, and it was like a, it was a fictional sort of radio station thing, and it was um, just two guys just doing lots of different voices and all sorts of different bits. And some of it was a bit naive and a bit what you might call soft, what sophomore, sophomoreific, so- whatever the word yeah. is. Yeah, 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 sophomoric. Sophomoric. Yeah. There you go, Zach Morris. Um, and uh, but some of it was 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 really cool, and so that occasionally I do I do go back to. Um, so that's that's that question, uh, mm-hmm. and I think uh, I I, sh- I shall now throw it over to you to answer that question. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I do. I um. So yeah, I have some favorites that I go back to. I've I've re-listened to uh, Mike and Tommy at Snacks all the way through. I think twice, maybe three times. Um, Mystery Show. I listened to. Ooh, uh, and now it's like every two years. But you know, when it came out, it was probably once a year. Um, and I just, I just find it so endearing and adorable, and I, uh, I, I just love that series to death. Um, and also, when S Town came out, I listened to it seven times in a week. Wow! And uh, the whole, the whole series. Um, I was, uh, I was very much infatuated with that podcast when it came out. It, um, it really struck a chord with me. It was really interesting. I have listened 
I think I've listened to it one time since then. Um, haven't had the desire to go back to it since then, but it was a fun. It was a fun way um, because of its its delivery method and and moment in the zeitgeist and everything. Mm-hmm. It was supremely fit for you know binging multiple times and and really deep, diving deep into it and experiencing it. So that was mm. that was a fun experiment. Um, in general, no, because podcasts are kind of made to be somewhat ethereal both which is interesting it's both meant to to stand the test of time depending on the podcast and Mm. to just kind of be a single listen it's not always you know unless it's like a uh audio fiction or something that is kind of meant to be like a favorite movie that you come back to it uh usually just meant to be you know standing on its own and and then you move on to the next one because the next one comes out next week yeah i I think Every so often you might come across a, a standout episode that um, deserves a re-listen. Now, the, the, the one I always quote when I talk about the power of podcasting uh, is an episode of Reply All that made me cry when I was stood in a train station, um, which is called The Cathedral. And um, I haven't listened back to it, but I, I told everyone about it the, the day I'd heard it. Uh, and then uh, when, I was, when I used to give talks about podcasting and when I've had conversations about uh with with a a group of people who were talking about making um collectible content around podcasts so you know that one always always comes back to me as one of the most impactful stories that i've ever heard um and you know and, and it got to be delivered um through my my favorite medium um so yeah i think um that there are lots of other uh, I think they they tend to be kind of comedy or tend to be a lot more lighthearted. The kind of shows that I think are are more re listen worthy, um, but obviously not not necessarily uh, the case. Um, yeah, I, I, yes. Uh, so to your to your second point, mm-hmm. um, not as much as I used to. Okay, is the answer to that. Uh, so I, I used to make uh, a show. Uh, I used to make uh, usually a, a show a week, and this was now nine years ago um coming up for 10 and and i think no yeah nine we we started it in, in 2009 and um and it was a, a sports show and i had no interest in sport but i the the show was quite funny and i was the producer and we had two co-hosts and we did bits and i they sometimes got me to record songs or do little sketch <laughs> things and That's it was awesome. it was quite a fun little it was almost like um the bugle sport edition basically it was a bit like the bugle and it was just all sport um oh that's fun and uh yeah and and mostly mostly football but um and and so we would put that together and go early into the night uh editing it and um i would often then wake up the next morning and put that podcast in my ears as i went to work yeah and i did that for a while with it with a few shows uh and then as i started to make more uh, that stopped happening. Mm. Um, now there's an occasional one or two. The one that I have probably re-listened to the most because it just gives me the warmest, fuzziest memories is a show that I did called The 2014 Show. Um, and we did, I, I stopped doing the show because it drove me a little bit mental. And then at the end of the year, I did a Christmas special, which was something like two and a half hours. And I had five guests oh, man. Uh, who all joined me over Skype. And I played clips of, of my favorite bits from the 36 oh, nice. weeks of shows that I'd done. Um, and I got a couple of people to record voicemails, uh, get p- people who were previous guests. And then I played, because I used to play music on the show, so I played mm-hmm. um, 
two or three tracks that I really loved and then yeah, have the guests on and we talk about our, you know, we, reviews of things from the year that we liked. Mm-hmm. And it, like the whole thing went flawlessly. Nice. You know, the, the guests got brought in fine and, and it all just, it all just worked and I had a couple of people in the chat room and it was a live show uh, and it, and it all just worked really well. And so every now and again, I come back to that um, just to listen at like what I felt like in 2014 was me at the top of my sort of live podcasting game. Um, which is, you know, eclipsed now. I think, you know, I've got a lot better at a lot of the things, but it's just nice to be able to, um, to, to listen back to that and go, yeah, that was a really good time. Nice. What about yourself? Uh, yes, I have found myself going back to podcasts uh, that I make constantly. And I, uh, I, I don't know if it's just like my narcissism going on overdrive <laughs> or if I just really enjoying, like I'm, I'm trying to make the content that I want to listen to both. I mean, my, my, the two main shows that I'm on are this one and nobody asked for this. And then I have two podcasts, two main podcasts that I edit, um, Unplaced in Serendipity City. And they, all, all four of them, when the episode comes out, um, I immediately listen to it just to make sure I didn't mess anything up mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh, need to <laughs> re-upload and, and replace it. Um, but then I'll listen to it like two or three more times that week before the next episode comes out. And um, and then with nobody asked for this, sometimes I'll go back in the back catalog and just listen to some of my favorites that I've that I've put out, uh, like the name taken episode or the Kesha episode, and now the lights episode. I'm just obsessed with. Uh, so it's it's uh, it's interesting, and I, I've I've wondered, like I've I've heard I've seen on um, Facebook groups how people are like they can't stand the, the sound of their own voice and they never listen back to their own shows, and I just haven't haven't experienced that. Uh, too much and it, it was just wondering if that was something similar that that you experienced as well although like if i if i listened back to the first series of um podcast playlist that i did i and i i had a lot to learn and i um i, I feel like i did because I, I i listened back to myself a lot but i i don't usually go back to that series because of, there's a lot of things that i would change and tweak and how it sounds is not um Feel, uh, you know, filling me with joy or anything, but um, but later episode, I've, I feel like I'm really putting together the things that I want to listen to. Yeah, I, I, oddly enough, I found that I listened to Beware of the Leopard and this show a lot more. Mm, mm-hmm. I will occasionally, either when it drops or when I'm just chilling out, I will pop the episode in because um, I am. I think partly because it's you know, there's always lots of other voices and that's nice. Um, mm-hmm. But I'm really, really pleased with the editing jobs, especially. Yes. Uh, I think, I think more so on this and I think it's a harder job on Leopard. Um, yeah. But I think, I think, you know, it, and, and it's, it comes through mostly okay. And so it comes through then great. sometimes, thank you. Well, th- then sometimes I'm just listening because there's, there's been funny bits Yeah. Um, that, you know, that it's nice to relive, but sometimes it's just, it, it's the super nerdy thing of oh yeah that that edit was really sharp or you know the the way that bit came in there was mm-hmm. was lovely um, mm-hmm. and so sometimes it's just nice to to listen back uh, that way but that I definitely know what you mean not necessarily with the sound of my own voice I'm not uh, m- many of my friends would uh, beg to differ or think I'm sure this is not true but I don't sure I, I'm not that fussed about the sound of my own voice. <laughs> that's not how I meant it. <laughs> No, 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 no. I'm very sure most of my friends are like, no, come on. 
you talk all the goddamn time. <laughs> uh, and it's just because I like doing it. Um, but I, yeah, I like, I, I don't need to hear the sound of my own voice all the time. Um, and so it's not so much that, but there are sometimes some podcasts that I, I can't really listen back to. Um, a quick example is one of the ones uh, from the 2014 show that sort of became, it sort of began the um, the the decline to a degree. Was uh, I had a comic on, um, and that's a comic on, mm-hmm. and um, I was super nervous because I this was someone that I knew of and I liked, and sure. they weren't super famous, but they'd been on the radio and 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 various things and. Um, I, I never thought I'd get them as a guest. I thought this was probably this is you know, and this is a conversation I think we'll we'll come back to in a later episode. Yeah, ne- you know, and, and never really thought it would it would happen, and then it did, and it was like, oh my god! And you know, she was cool, but I was, I, I had to pick up a technique um, to stop the monkey brain from um, from doing its thing because I was just I had so much nervous energy. What was your technique? The technique I was given by my brother, uh, which is great for things like this, is to doodle. Uh, or to make notes on a piece of paper while you're speaking to someone on Skype. That's a good one. Um, because it just distracts the brain. So when it, when it's spinning out going, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God, I'm actually talking to this person. I've got to think about the next question. What's the question I'm going to ask? Mm-hmm. Oh God, did I sound stupid with that last question? Oh my God, I, I can't believe this, this person. I'm using up all of their time and they think I'm an idiot. Oh my God, you know, yep. all that stuff. Yep. Um, distracting the brain by by doing a bit of writing or, you know, writing down what they've said or just doodling, that kind of stuff really helps. And I I guess that's why a lot of people fidget as well. Yeah, for sure. What's your uh, what's your week looking like uh, then? Are you are you back now in? Uh, I'm back in ba- Portland. Back in back in the O. I was going to say the OG. No, it's the uh, o, uh, OR. OR. Back in the OR. There you go. Which yep. isn't operating room. Yeah, exactly. Um, I'm back to my old shenanigans. Uh, I am going to be working on Unplaced in Serendipity City and um, doing some other small editing projects and stuff, but mostly. Oh, actually, uh, today there should also be a new episode of Nobody Asked for This. So it's the last of this series, and we'll probably <laughs> record again in another few months and <laughs> drop a few months after that because that one's a, a long, slow build. But um, nice. Uh, I think that's pretty much it. I'm, I'm, I'm trying to trying to tone back a little bit on my uh, rein in my my podcasting a little bit so it doesn't take up mm-hmm. all of my time. And uh, get back to the work that actually makes money. <laughs> How about you? How's your How's your podcasting week? Um, it is It is looking looking fairly similar, actually. I've I've got a, a couple of things to push out, and then um, yeah, just just some some minor editing bits. Uh, taking a, a break from live recordings of Leopard at the moment, um, okay. As we go into a uh, a special when we uh, are at the podcast festival. Yeah, episode forty two is coming up, right? It's funny you should mention that, Brendan. Is that going to be the live episode? That was a discussion that we had. Because I was totally aware that that was the way that the numbers were going to work out. And I totally knew that 42 was coming up. Um, so we might have fudged our... Num- not, we haven't fudged our numbering. <laughs> but we might be putting out a couple of um, quote-unquote bonus episodes <laughs> to enable us to have episode 42 be our live show. That might just be happening. That's awesome. Yeah, so that, that's that's taking place. Um, really, really quickly, I just want to bring up, have you, uh, just because I think it's uh, related to, to the, something you've just brought up about um, time spent podcasting. Yeah. Have you heard Daniel J. Lewis's um, impassioned sort of um, 
speech that he made online. No. So Jan- Daniel J. Daniel J. Lewis, uh, I believe that that's the the right combination of letters, mm-hmm. um, is uh, the chap behind the Audacity to podcast, and mm-hmm. uh, he has been going through some really tough times. By by the sounds mm-hmm. of it, basically because he's been so focused on work that uh, he he's seems like uh, neglected his his home life, and he's 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 really um, he's really felt that, and he's obviously devastated about it, and uh, and and put out a, a very emotional um, audio statement, and sort of asking for for people to uh, yeah, it's um, yeah, I've, I've heard I've heard that he had to to really distance himself for a while, but I hadn't heard and yeah. and, and that was something personal, but that's about it, so. yeah. I'll have to check that out. And and very very emotional, very heartfelt. Um, mm. If you're triggered by religious stuff, then maybe give it a miss because it's very very religious, uh, okay. very religion heavy. But um, an interesting statement and something that, to a degree, I'm sure all of us can um, can, can take on board. Well, listeners, a link is in the show notes. Bitrate is produced and presented by Brandon Hutchins and Mark Stedman. Find links and show notes at bitratepod.com. Mark hasn't received his Android phone yet. This podcast is produced by Podient. To find out more, visit podiantproductions.com.